previously on Critically Stupid. Transformed into a hell We were trapped inside of our own spell Cerulean met the creepiest beast alive She had to ask it some questions Five, the rest of us faced something from our past It started to feel like the day was our last Garrett solved the puzzle while Mel got a pet Cerulean learned important facts And my fingers got wet Like with blood of my enemy Because he was really mean Kind of killed this guy, but it was only in a dream. We all had a rough day, but it happens and we're okay. Sometimes you make best friends with a demon. You keep the cool stuff that you're dreaming, unless you're cerulean. said uh are there any questions before we get into it can i have a million dollars absolutely yes uh welcome everybody thank you so much for tuning in to critically stupid soon to be world famous dungeons and dragons real play podcast um i am of course your uh lovely host alexander james uh i play the dungeon master and the general populace of the world and my favorite part of last episode legit guys like like legitness it's so hard to say because like i was so proud of everything you guys did and the badass improv work. Um, but I think I'm going to give it to uh, Cerulean because interact. She, she really put in effort to like interact with all of you as you were doing your scenes, but also like she had to come up with like questions to drive that narrative forward. And she also had to deal with my bullshit, like standing, struggling at the camera like, as the last gasp of breath cell or brain cells expelled through my face. Um, Have you gotten them back yet? No, I don't think I will. Honestly, it's like blood cells. Once they're gone, they never come back. Um, so that was mine. That was my favorite. Hi, <laughs> my name is Katie. I play Cerulean. And my favorite part of last episode was probably the fact that Alex 
couldn't rhyme to save his life. I call disagree. yourself an author. I think technically I, he did rhyme. Yes, he did. I did by the by the books. Well, I did rhyme. You could ask my friend Lin Manuel Miranda. My my personal friend, my dear my dear boon companion, Lin Manuel Miranda. That's canon. You can, that. you can look fair. it up. He follows me yeah. on Twitter. No, Just doesn't. goes and makes a Lin Manuel Miranda <laughs> account. Pays for the eight dollar check. Shamilton. Just Shamilton. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. All right, Bessie. Oh, uh, my name is Diana. I play Mel, and uh, my favorite part was, I mean, I got a wolf pup. Yeah. yeah. Trump card right there. Hard to, hard to, hard to beat, honestly. Um, my name is Anthony. I play Arnold. My favorite part was when Arnold had a really serious moment and stuck his fingers into the throat holes of another character and just was not taking any grief from this guy. And no <laughs> one saw it. No one saw any <laughs> darkness come out no one saw any of the sincerity like i he had a full moment where some of his dark backstory was coming to the surface and no one saw it and i love that so much so. At, okay as the only other person who was technically live in that scene with you the the little bit of like lore that you dropped there was so fucking cool because you'd like you did it so naturally it was like in the diet like it was no notes. So I, I was so excited because I was like, this has never come up before. No one's ever asked me. And there's no reason for my character right. to mention any of it except for that moment. And then no one saw it. I was like, yes, it's so That's good. Uh, hi, my name is Gary and I play Gareth. And my favorite bit from last episode was when Arnold fingered that guy. <laughs> that's, just, that's what I do best. Those, those, <laughs> How those, long? Did you have that in your two weeks pocket? now? Two weeks we've been going. Is it the thought that the whole time I hadn't saved the first week? Uh, several wet holes. Well, no, because I, I had like a perfect, I had a perfect moment from the holiday special planned, and then I realized I'm like, oh shit, that might not be like airing. So I'm like, what was my favorite episode? And it took me approximately half a second of before coming up with it and then saying it out loud. Well, fucking props to you, my guy. Hey, All right. Let's say, uh, let's open on Troll Skull Manor. Um, maybe like, let's call it like the next day after you guys get back from your uh, ordeal at the morgue. Um, Troll Skull Manor, interior, day. Day, yes, exactly. <laughs> um, you guys got out of the morgue uh, sort of, I would say like just ahead of the city watch. You were probably skir uh, skirting through some of the darker streets and alleys as you heard the, uh, the, the city watch closing in. Maybe somebody in the neighborhood reported a disturbance. Maybe somebody saw uh, Captain Davil Starsong and his band of ruffians uh, sort of roll out. Um, I do need to make a correction really quick. Um, last time you guys were in the morgue, um, I identified the bodies on the floor. If you'll remember, there were a couple of uh, dead mercenaries that uh, Captain Davil Starsong and his band of ruffians had killed to get there. Um, I had said that those were the Black Network and I was mistaken. Those were uh, Xanathar uh, bums that Captain Davil Starsong had killed. Hmm. That is an important distinction that will be necessary moving forward. Yeah, Gareth, go ahead and write that on your hand clipboard. Because Xanathar and Zinter, they're part of the Zit. Okay, I'm there. She got it. All right. Hey, did you write down all the appropriate notes for everyone? <laughs> what? Did you write down the appropriate notes for everyone? I'm working on it. Okay, good. Thank you. <laughs> Actually, hold on. Before you do this. <laughs> Troll Skull, interior, day. Um, I would love to open with Mel 
telling me a little bit about how your uh, newfound animal companion or your wolf pup uh, is settling into its new home at Trolls Call Manor. Um, he's doing fabulously. He's a quick learner, but a little bit of a stubborn streak, which is fine. Sometimes you want that in a, in a little pup, you know. Um, almost completely house trained. We're getting there. Um, I a lot am... of prestidigitation, just like cleaning it. Prestidigitation, <laughs> <laughs> the urine off the yeah. floor. Yeah, and the smell out. Like, <laughs> like the best year. Has yeah. there been an encounter between uh, Gareth and Floon and the wolf pup? And the bar scenario, like, has there been an accident involving the guests where uh, where Gareth would have to get involved? Um, I mean, like, maybe one or two, but most of the guests aren't too upset because he's adorable. Um, his name is Joshua Patrick, which is also the name of the quarterback for the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> now, now, hey, hang on JP. just a second. I think you mean uh, Waterdeep's Water internationally renowned um, spell ball team. Yes. The, uh, the Biffalo Bulls. Yes, <laughs> those. And what's, what's the name? It's Joshua. Patrick. It's, Patrick. it's Joshua Patrick. It's Joshua, Joshua Patrick, Patrick. But I went with Joshua Patrick because it's really I like cute. I do like Joshua Patrick. He is my favorite quarterback of the Buffalo Bulls. Um, <laughs> He's real good. I disagree with Waterdeep's egregious uh, tax raise to pay for the new stadium, but like they are bringing in the big. Yeah, but bucks, that new so stadium like, look lit. It's it's sexy. Okay. Um, and there's gonna be like a little bit, not a dome. They should just do a dome, but they're doing like a little bit of a cover so people, aka me, won't get totally snowed on at the game, but we'll probably still get a little snow. Yeah, anyway, Mel his, would be so his name is Joshua Patrick, and um, he he also loves to play catch, which makes sense because of his namesake. Um, and he's pretty protective. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That I mean, that just makes sense. Yes. Um, beautiful. Okay, grand. Um, on this, uh, on 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 a morning, some you know, so recently after you acquired Joshua Patrick, um. What are you guys like? What are you guys up to? What's your sort of like? What, I, mean, I imagine like as a responsible ranger, you're trying to establish a routine, a training sort of scenario. Um, what do you guys do in like a morning? Me and Joshua Patrick. That's correct. Um, he usually wakes me up because he wants to get up and he wants to be fed. So, but we take him outside first. Mm -hmm. um, and then, as far as training, I guess I would want. Is there? Is there like an area? with like a woods nearby because that's so, where i would want to take him because i would want to train him how to sniff stuff out you know there is so you guys are on a corner lot at trolls call manor so you've got like a fair amount of like backyard area um as far as like actual parks go you probably have to travel not far maybe like Maybe like a few blocks, sort of big city style. I mean, style. that would be fine. You know, you know, so I take him for a walk and we go to the woods where I am just training him how to sniff stuff out because I'm a ranger. So, you know, that's, he can help me with, with the, um, you know, I can't, my brain doesn't work. Um, yeah. Oh, Paul, we then, also have an olive grove in our backyard. 
<laughs> you have an olive plant. Let's not we get have a carried plant. away. You said grove. Go back Did and I? watch All it. All right, fine. Well, that's great. not really. I mean, I'm re more trying to train Joshua Patrick how to sniff out the different, like, animals and beasts and whatnot <laughs> that we might encounter Go back. Go back. On, on our on our way um and also training him to respond to commands so he doesn't have to be on a leash or anything like that and he'll be a good boy and he will just come back around i feel like people recognize joshua patrick when i take him on the walk and they love him because he's adorable um so i've been using that to socialize him you know all the kids like to come and pet him and that's all right unless he's working and then, and then you don't you don't pet him. the working doggo that is exactly. that is the rule um beautiful okay so joshua patrick settling nicely to the neighborhood um sorry he keeps peeing on the bar floor gareth no it's mad chill uh actually speaking of gareth uh gareth you this morning um as you uh probably getting ready setting up the bar uh floon rolls in just a super cash hour and a half late for a shift no big oh yeah um starts uh setting up the bar humming tunelessly to himself doesn't do i'm gonna be real gareth does not do a great job um there's a lot of like things that you have to do behind him the right way so like he sets up the glasses but he does them like in the wrong spot so you have to like put them in the right spot um he sets up a keg but he he puts the the, the line and the, you know there's just a lot of stuff that you got to go back but he's in a great mood while he does it so like the vibes are there um Gareth, there is a commotion in front of the door, and then you hear high-pitched rattling against the door as a pair of small hands uh, start knocking feverishly on it. I mean, let's see. Are, this is before we're open, right? We're closed at the moment. Correct. Yeah, it's probably like late morning, and I imagine uh, Troll Skull, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but more of like an afternoon-evening vibe well um yeah for sure i'd say i'd say the library now this is i'm merely the bar owner here so don't correct me if i'm wrong group but i, I think the library opens earlier than the bar does ah okay uh yes. yeah well, but, if it were that early i wouldn't be there i'd be on my walk with joshua patrick uh, yeah anyway neither of which are open so i'm gonna say sorry we're closed come back later you hear uh, a familiar voice sort of like pitch up from uh, from one of the windows around the corner. And like you guys keep the windows sort of like open for a cross breeze to like freshen up the spot. Uh, and you see a tiny voice hopping in, in time with the with the words. And it says, Mr. Gareth, I'm gonna, I need to talk to you. Mr. Gareth, please. It's me, Dustin. You okay, go ahead. said I, I would see a tiny voice, right? Ooh, what? Did I say that? You said that you, you see a tiny voice. Now, canonically, I'm also the person that said you hear from the periphery of your vision. So this is just sort of like in line with and my general And you said the thing buffoonery. with its eyes closed was looking at us. So. Like, I did say that, yeah. So Fantasy synesthesia or something. And I'll, I'll tell you what, guys. Guys, let's go web. through every one of Alex's mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, December 14th, 1987. <laughs> I was born. <laughs> that was literally, if you can go back and look, I went like I was going to say birth. And then I, I didn't because I thought it was too mean. Gareth, you see the familiar form of Dustin Ego hopping up to like shout over the windowsill at you. Okay. 
uh, above table. This is the guy I kicked in the head, right? No, false. Thank no. you. For, thank you for uh, remembering. Um, no, this is one of the the littler kids that lives sort of around Troll Skull. Dustin Ego specifically uh, was the kid that found the magical necklace that Arnold beatboxed with. Yeah. Oh, word. Yeah. All right. Call around front. Doors unlocked. Um. You go to unlock the door and there is a, uh, as you go to like turn the knob, there's like a pushing and a shoving um, and you, you pull it open and two forms like fall through the threshold of the door. Um, and spray- I, I, sorry, real quick. Can I like roll for a reflex to like catch the one I don't recognize? Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. I only expected a, one person. Give me a, uh, just an up and down dex roll. Up and down decks, which is what D20 plus dex bonus. Yes, sir. That's very that's my highest bonus. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, so many goddamn decks. Yeah. Sorry, I'm really hungry. We got a 11 plus what three. And <laughs> Sorry, I'm really hungry. It's fine. We all we here at Critically Stupid. This is going to be the few one of the few wholesome ones. We love snacks <laughs> and drugs I'm and underage drinking. Snacks. Let's go. Oh, I heard that while I walked away. Okay, um, I got a 14. 14 is good. Okay, so you snag uh, sort of one of the kids. It's a little ungainly. Uh, you're, you're like kind of grab a shoulder uh, and they sort of like pitch around, but you you haul them upright. Uh, and you are you are looking at the uh, uniformed figure of uh, Evan Stokesworth, one of the shop boys at Corellian's Crown down the just down the alley. Um, and lying flat on his face with his, uh, with his nose smooshed into your welcome mat, uh, you hear a cheerful voice go, Mr. Gareth, please, sir, I got to tell you something. It's the greatest thing I've ever told anybody ever of all time. And I need you to listen to me right now. All right. Who, why, why is this guy here? Uh, you see Dustin Ego pick himself up from the floor and say, hello, Mr. Gareth. It's me, Dustin Ego. Yeah. Dustin, why is this guy here? Uh, Evan uh, sort of shifts his shifts his weight um, and says, "Like, huh, we've got a uh, quest for you, a Gareth." The, like, uh, kind of little dollar signs have appeared in Gareth. <laughs> um, like a Looney Tunes talk, by the way, collection. I am, I am yeah, exactly. inventing. I am inventing new voices for these characters every episode because I am incapable of remembering what they sound like. So, uh, yeah. dear listener, you, so am I. I'm not going to call you out on continuity. Hell yeah, let's go. Okay, um, so Dustin Ego picks himself up and uh, dusts himself off. Nice. And uh, looks at you earnestly and says, "Okay, okay, Mr. Gareth, you're going to now listen." Evan and I, we were playing uh, spell ball down by the sewers, right? And like everybody knows that I'm going to be the next uh, Joshua Patrick, quarterback of the Biffalo Bulls, uh, best spell ball quarterback in the game. Uh, and so we were practicing and we were running drills. And uh, I threw my ball too far because low, real talk, Mr. Gareth, real talk, bring it in, bring it in, bring it in. I'm very bad at spell ball. So I threw it too far, right? And so I sent Evan to go get it. He just he needs a better wide receiver. And Evan overheard some some people uh, uh, talking, and they were talking about something that sounded really, really important. I think it's going to be super cool for you, super great, super awesome, great quest for you, Mr. Gareth, to undertake, because everybody knows you are the sneak attack. And he sort of, like, pauses and backs up and looks at you like... <laughs> like, you expect me to do, like, something cool? Do something sneaky. <laughs> Uh, disappear and come I, back I, I, around. I, I, I do, I do like, like that. I just do like a card trick, like I make a card. 
right, give me a slide of hand. Can you real pull quick. a quarter <laughs> from behind his ear or some shit give like me that? A, give me a slide of hand, Gareth. Let's see. Let's see how good you do it. All right. Let's see. Let's see. <clears throat> we got a ten even plus seven is seventeen. Okay. Uh, Dustin Ego is blown the fuck away, and you actually even you turn and even Evan Stokes was like. <laughs> all right did you uh write any of this down what they were talking about or are we just doing mouth-to-mouth transcribing here uh evan stokesworth says please don't say mouth-to-mouth to me i'm a child i'm mouth, legally mouth a minor fuck shut up i hate you <laughs> um oh, evan my brain went to cpr not not something i have a, i have a story to tell you mm. <laughs> <laughs> um Evan Stokesworth smirks um, and says, uh, no, I uh, remember Steel Trap. Yeah, well, I'm a bit of a moron, so why don't you write it down for me? Now, okay, hang on a second, Mr. Gareth. Hang on a second, Mr. Gareth. You're the sneak attack. You can't say that about yourself, okay? You are the fastest hands in Waterdeep. People have been saying that about you. Real talk, Mr. Gareth. Real talk, real talk. Bring it in, bring it in. It's just me. But, like, I think your hands are very fast. Okay, I appreciate it. One, I will. I think you should start spreading that around more. Two, uh, you see, I'm going to have to go and tell all this information to my friends anyway. And if they expect me to remember it, I'll start to cry. So just, just write it down. I'll hand them that. We'll all be good. Brief summary. He could write literally anything down and you'd have no idea. All right, tell you what, uh, Evan Evan Stokesworth pulls um, what looks to be like a receipt paper out of his pocket. He's still wearing his Corellian's crown sort of like Mm -hmm. uniform. So he's got like an apron on and like he's got pockets. Uh, So he pulls out like a stub of paper and a a charcoal pencil and he starts writing and he he, uh, looks at uh, Dustin Ego and says like, all right, tell him. And Dustin Ego uh, looks at you Again, so earnestly, like the the a DC one insight check would show that this kid is like fully believing what he is about to tell you. Oh yeah, okay, I'm with you. Um, and he says, "Okay, Mr. Gareth, Mr. Gareth, here it is. These men were talking about something that they were going they were going to steal." Okay, and that's why I thought of you because Mr. Gareth, you are the you are the sneak attack. You're the fastest hands in Waterdeep, and I was like, if they're going to steal it, maybe Mr. Gareth can steal it. Maybe he can get the money. And they were talking about it like it was worth a lot of money, like a lot of money. Okay, I'm so like, maybe. Anything, kid. But okay, so but like, like it's a little tricky because like I don't know where it is or uh, or really. I'm going to be honest and actually uh, cutting him off. Evan uh, chuckles and says like, <laughs> Yeah, you're not gonna. It's not. It's not that. And Dustin says, no, it is. That's the, they were talking about it. It's not what? Okay, so it is a goldfish. Uh, I'm with you. Okay, like made of gold? Like a golden fish? No, no, no. Like a small fish in a bowl, glass with water in it. Okay. But, 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 Mr. Gareth, the way they were talking about it, I tell you what, I tell you what, it's like it's a fortune. Sure. Yeah. I mean, when I think of my beloved family pets, I also talk about them like they are priceless. But they were t- they were going to steal it. They were going to send a guy somewhere to take it. And I was like, Mr. Gareth can do that. He's super sneaky. It is true. Theoretically, if I wanted, I could probably steal this fish. Goldfish. Gold- goldfish. You're right. I'm so sorry. I apologize. So you... 
you came to me with a quest, which means I assume you want me or us to go and steal this fish for you. No, I want you to steal it for you. You're Mr. Garrick. You're the sneak attack. So true. <laughs> um, okay. Just to make sure I have all of it lined up. You were out playing by the somewhere. You by the sewers. Threw your ball too hard because you're yeah. just such a fucking arm on you. I'm, I'm gonna be the next Joshua Patcher quarterback of the Biffalo Bulls. It's true. You go uh, and so and then you heard when you went to go get your ball, you heard the people talking about a fish, real yes. cool looking fish. A goldfish. A goldfish. Or sorry, let me say that with different tone and incantation. <laughs> goldfish. Yeah. So you thought, let's go to Trollskull Manor before it's open. We don't open for three hours, by the way. And you needed to tell us this. Yeah. Cool. And you hear, there's like a crisp tearing of paper. Uh, and Evan Stokesworth sort of like snaps the receipts uh, straight and hands it to you. He says, there you go, champ. We need to be known um, for something for other than murdering. Evan, no, actually, uh, I take that back. I'm good with being known for murdering. Uh, Gareth, from the from the bar, um, you hear like a glass break, and you hear like ah oh, beans. Boom! You are so in debt. <laughs> hey, Mister Gareth, don't worry, bro. I'm gonna fix this right up. Hey, I like calling you Mister Gareth, man. It's like you're like the boss. No, I have to be here with your flute. I fucking love it. You should definitely keep that up. Hey, what's going on with those kids, man? Are you good? Do you need, like, assistance? You should phrase that better. Uh, yeah, do you know anything about an expensive goldfish? Um, hmm. Gareth, give me an insight check. Okay. I'm trying to figure out how sober Floon is at <clears throat> 11 o'clock in the morning. Is he following Gareth? If he's Lee? smart, not very. Diana, your ghost lock right now is freaking me the fuck My out. What? You've got one strand of hair that is oh, perpendicular it's, to Okay, you. I have a window open because <laughs> I was a little warm and it's there's a breeze. Okay, I got a Ooh, natural 20. I'm reading okay. fucking mind. So for right um or really you, you see Floon's eyes widen with excitement. And he goes. Bro, you're gonna steal a goldfish? That's rad as hell. You'd be no. like the fish smuggler. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Something alliterative, like the like the like the like the like the goldfish guy. Moon, that's you didn't even answer my question at all. Well, I'm sorry, bro. What was your question? Are do you know anything about an expensive goldfish? Ah man, all the, the only fish I know are the crackers, bro. Don't think you could say that. Oh shit, that's copyright. The only fish I know are the uh the uh, fantasy, fantasy goldfish, goldfish crackers. crackers. Fantasy, fantasy goldfish crackers. Yes, exactly. They that. fantasy Thanks. smile back. The, the silverfish. But it looks it sounds rad as, as heck, man. Give it a shot. You're the sneak attack. Uh, all right. Well, 
while you while you serve our fine guests here, and I'll bring it to the rest of the party. He immediately starts pouring beer. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Gareth doesn't question this. <laughs> um, Arnold or Cerulean, I imagine at some point during this conversation, hearing voices in a erstwhile like closed tap room, one of you would come down to perhaps oh. investigate. I would have just because hearing a child's voice and knowing that the only people down there to mitigate that are Gareth and Floon. I don't have the highest level of confidence. I'm going to say I would equal like Arnold would equally run (laughs) down, but only because I think he would be in charge of the library before the bar opens since he is the most literative of the people, Ah, storyteller and such. So I think. Arnold would run down and be like, welcome to the Ghost Mafia Library. I didn't realize we opened early today. I'm so sorry, man. Oh, I'm, um, geez, you know, and just kind of like, you know, running down there and then realizing what's going on and Cerulean has it. I'm just, you know, he would just kind of chill out and be like, yes, I too am cool here. <laughs> Walk away. I think, uh, Arnold, I think you would, you would probably come down as Floon is breaking that glass. So you would be down there sort of earlier. Cerulean, okay. I think you're going to come down right as you see Floon pouring beer for two underage children. <laughs> yeah. Um, I go, and they're sitting at the bar now, right? Waiting yeah, oh, absolutely. Served, um, beer. And I walk over to Floon and I look at him and I said, if you want me to not collect on the debt that you've got, you better not give that beer to these children. Because how were they going to pay? I mean, honestly, they're kids. That's uh, no, a great point. I've learned my lesson. He stands there, um, like obviously, like super awkward, and then he says, "Oh yeah, word. The, uh, these are for me." Um, Cerulean takes one and just downs it. <laughs> okay, just, it's it's oh. very good. You guys have great taste. So this is a quest. So are you going to? pay us to steal the fish uh evan's smirk widens and he says yeah we're gonna give you all the money that you'll get from this super rich goldfish that dustin definitely heard about for real so can 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 arnold since he overhears this i imagine that i've been caught up enough to understand there's a quest and go so arnold's gonna look at dustin be like we'll take this we'll take this quest on one condition (laughs) You give me my instrument back. Uh, can I say that to Dustin? Is that okay? Oh, no, you can. You can. I say it. I hope um, you I'm going to be uh, very... I'll say I will. I'll say I'll speak for myself. Not the sure, 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 sure. Um, there is a... Uh, there is a, a flash of supreme embarrassment across Dustin Ego's face. Uh, I immediately cry. I just cry. Turns, <laughs> he turns so red, and he also starts crying. Oh, no. Um, and he says, Mr. Arnold, Mr. Arnold, can I be real with you? Mr. Arnold? Mr. Arnold, I, I did. I did, seal, I did sell your guitar, and I'm very sorry, but it was signed by Volo Getarm, and it was worth... It was worth a lot of money, so I did sell it, and I did give the money to my mom, and she did buy groceries with it, and I'm very sorry. Who, who did you sell it to? Gareth pulls out the guitar. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, he gives you the name of a shop you you haven't heard. Um, okay. He he says uh, I sold it to uh, uh, Davy Mike at uh, Rapscallion Winters. He fantasy pawned my guitar. Basically. <laughs> 
Okay, I'm I'm disappointed, but I understand. That's new quest. Yeah, we're getting Arnold's guitar. Fuck the two gold quests fish. for the price of one. Let's for... go. We're we're going for the guitar. Dustin, do you know if they said they're gonna steal the goldfish or they're gonna steal from a goldfish? Was there a distinction? No. No, no, no. Aha, aha. This is a great question. Smart lady. I get it. I get it. No, they are for sure going to steal the goldfish. I, I lingered underneath where I was. They were on like a bridge and I was underneath and they said they were going to steal the goldfish. And then one of them was like, Shh, you idiot, be quiet. You can't be talking about this goldfish like this. And the other one was like, hey, dipshit, there's nobody out here. And I was like, aha, it's me. I'm here. But I didn't say that out loud because I was super sneaky. Like, like, just like Mr. Gareth, the sneak attack. Oh, man, don't follow in his footsteps. Um, you can't because you can't see them. Oh, man. <laughs> Yikes. <clears throat> okay, well, was there any indication to where this goldfish was? Ah, no. Okay, okay. Where was the bridge that you heard all of this from? Uh, it was on Broadway and fantasy jefferson you know that bridge on broadway and fantasy jefferson i'm with you i'm there yep, fantasy I... jefferson of course the founding father of, Je of Waterdeep. <laughs> yeah he the signed th the third he, the third one wrote the president. fantasy declaration of independence <laughs> he invented the fantasy light <laughs> i don't think that's the right i'm pretty sure that's edison Fantasy. So close. <laughs> I mean, not in Waterdeep. <laughs> oh, man. Garrett, you can Garrett, also do like, shoes them out of the bar. All right, all of you get out. You've officially cried wolf. Next time you knock on the door before we open, we're not letting you in. Oh, not uh, mistaken with Justin Patrick. Josh. Let's do Josh, Josh and Patrick thing. Um, let's do a smash cut. Smash cut. Um, above table. The way that I like to do magic items is a little bit different from like, our, everybody does magic items differently. If I give you a, a magic item or you find one in this world, um, you have to get it identified and attuned before you can use it. You can't just pick up a magic item and be like, Avada Kedavra. Um, so <laughs> the way that we're going to resolve that sort of like between the five of us is at Wicked Wares and Wiles. That's going to be sort of like where you guys go to like get your new stuff looked at or if you have questions about magical things instead of me inventing seven different magic shops for you guys to go through uh with seven different npcs we're just going to have one shop was that the one with uh daniel and the gorilla sean gorilla sean i'm sure i have no idea what you're talking about the bell over wicked wares and wiles jingles merrily as you walk in um and uh, Gareth, you are greeted by the uh, bespectacled and bewaistcoated form of uh, Sean the Gorilla standing behind the counter, um, studying a tome that is uh, dusty and lengthy. And he says, oh, uh, hello. You're uh, Gareth, right? Uh, I, I attended your uh, opening of, of your tavern just the other day. And I must say, excellent brandy. Gareth, like, tugs on Arnold's shirts. The gorilla remembers me. Did he say excellent band, dude? What did he say? Yes. <laughs> yes, we did it. Both of band us. Band, dude. <laughs> <Yeah. clears throat> Gareth, like, straightens the tie that he's not wearing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> pokes his fingers into his collarbone. Um, yeah. This hey, is well, my favorite well, shipping. <laughs> Sorry. 
Well, uh, I'm so glad you enjoyed it. Stop by anytime. Uh, feel free. We have a hundred percent discount going on. It's not a hundred percent off. That's the price. It's a hundred percent. Yes, I did think it was a little strange that water was an additional charge, but I respect that. I respect the savvy business acumen. What's going on, everybody? First of all. Welcome. Hi. Thank you so much for tuning in to uh, Critically Stupid. I am uh, Alex. I'm the DM of the show that you are hopefully still listening to. Fingers crossed. Um, For legal purposes, I do have to tell you that we are playing Waterdeep Dragon Heist, an official Dungeons & Dragons module written by Chris Perkins, Scott Fitzgerald Gray, Kim Mohan, and Michelle Carter. As with most D&D games, ours is turning into uh, sort of a loose interpretation of the module written by uh, the, the squad. But uh, that's the way it be, you know? We're not perfect. So, um, if you or any of your buds would like to get into D&D, I highly recommend you go to dnd.wizards.com. Uh, check out all the great stuff there. They have loaves of bread that will turn you French. Yeah, it's, it's not fantasy French, real-life French. Whole curly mustache and cigarette in your hand. It's crazy. Check it out, dnd.wizards.com. Uh, if you would like to end up as a character on the show, you can tweet us at CritStupid. Uh, tell us what you think we're doing well. Tell us what you thought of the last episode. Tell us if you think there's something that we can improve that you'd like to see. Uh, we actually had a, a suggestion from somebody in one of our early episodes that they'd like to see the format go longer. So we went from uh, hour episodes to hour and a half episodes. So like we, we're, we're here. We're listening to you guys. If you, if you want to see something, let us know. But you can end up as a character on the show. Characters like uh, the return of Evan Stokesworth and, du- um, and Dustin Ego. Uh, at Evan Austin author, no E in author or O, whatever, whatever that, that letter in author is between the H and the R there. There's none of that. It's just at Evan Austin author. And Dustin, of course, is at Dustin Taylor underscore. Uh, both of those guys have been big fans of the show since day one and have retweeted it and, uh, ask other people to watch it so guys thank you so much you can also end up as a new character like uh wish tankian and matt the two new npcs that you uh i believe are yet to meet um that would be matt is at m-s-i-a-d-a-k on twitter matt m siadak i'm pretty sure hope i'm not getting that wrong and uh uh, Wish Tankian is, of course, my main girl, Amanda, at A Wish Writes. Those are some really cool NPCs. I'm uh, really excited for you to meet them and see the kind of shenanigans that they're about to pull the players into. So, yeah, tweet at the show, at CritStupid. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you think we could be doing better. Uh, and you could end up as a character in a future episode. If you haven't already, we're doing a big push to try to get to 1,000 uh, subscribers on YouTube. Um try to get the show monetized and uh, invest in better mics, better cameras, better uh, recording software. So if you haven't already, I would uh, very, very much appreciate it if you could subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you listen to us audio only, first of all, I'm sorry. I'm working on doing a lot of, uh, I'm working on not relying on video only gags like facial expressions. So I've got you in my thoughts. Um, but if you listen to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, if you could leave us a rating and a review, I will, uh, I would deeply appreciate it. Um, that would be tremendous and help our show grow and reach new listeners who hopefully enjoy us just as much as you are, right? <laughs> okay, that's it. Uh, I've wasted enough of your time. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for reviewing. Um, and uh, that's all I got. All right, you have a great day. I love you. Gareth will take out his cool curved knife, uh, show it to... 
Sean be like, yeah, we talked to a dead guy and had some acid flashbacks, and now we got some cool stuff. I'm wondering if you could uh, take a look at it. Fantasy acid flashback. Fantasy yeah, LSD. Yeah. Drugs, uh, drugs, drugs. Drugs, drugs, drugs. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. That's that's pretty. Yeah. Bang it on the counter, man. Um, so, Gareth, you... Gareth, I catch it against the counter. Bang. Okay. Whoa. Hey, with uh, hey, generally speaking, you might not know this, but generally speaking, we want to treat magical artifacts with a touch more um, care. Uh, and he gently uh, like straightens it, almost like there's a touch of like uh, just a touch of like compulsivity, as you see. He perfectly aligns it with like the straight edges of his countertop, um, and he. Uh, Pulls another tome from his from his under counter um, and uh, opens it on the table. Gareth, you pull out this uh, knife and just to remind you and the listener, it is a curved uh, dagger with a handle of ash wood with a hole punched into one end so that you can easily spin it along one uh, finger. Um, the handle is well-worn and leathered, uh, clearly seen some, some use and definitely like not what you would immediately looking at considered to be like, oh, wow, that's a really powerful magical artifact. Um, however, the, uh, uh, Sean, the gorilla, uh, very gingerly sort of like takes it and, and holds it up to the light and sort of like adjusts it and, uh, pages through his tone. Um, and he starts pulling other things out of, uh, underneath his countertop. And there's like, there's like a a powder and there's like a a piece of like black chalk that he uses to inscribe runes. And he's drawing circles and doing all this sort of like, uh, alchemical arcane stuff. Uh, Cerulean and Arnold, you probably recognize a little bit about what he's doing. Just sort of like in your, in your own, uh, arcane dabbling, you're definitely like, oh, I think I see him. But then he immediately like spins off and does something else. And you're like, oh shit, like this guy's like doing doing some legitness. stuff that's legitness am i there too yeah absolutely i just feel like joshua patrick would be real interested in the gorilla i feel like I... he'd be like definitely trying to sniff at him while he's doing doing the thing do you hold all right so when you are out and about with joshua patrick do you let joshua patrick roam loose is there a leash situation or do you hold joshua patrick baby style um, he has he has a leash. I sometimes I'll take him off leash, but since we're still training, he's still currently on the leash. Um, I think that Mel would just be like wrapped up watching all of this going on and wouldn't necessarily notice that Joshua Patrick has pulled over and is sniffing at the gorilla super closely now. Okay, um, I feel like Joshua Patrick uh, leaps up onto the counter, sort of like not right in the thick of things, but like sort of like to the periphery with like where where uh, Sean the gorilla is like stacking books as he's like referencing different pages and different in different tomes. Um, and uh, the the Sean the gorilla sort of like spares him a curious glance and then sort of like gently like makes sure he keeps like a, a boundary away from all of the like dangerous alchemical stuff. Um, and then continues on. And Joshua Patrick actually very patiently sits uh, oh, at good the boy. of all of these books and and watches and you see these like sort of like spectral green eyes wide with fascination um but gareth after several minutes um sean takes a tiny needle and a matchbox from uh, underneath that counter and strikes it and he strikes a spark at this blade um and it jitters almost like a live wire has passed through it. And you see just in like a faint burst of light, like the one ring from Lord of the Rings copyright. Um, 
a series of letters flash fantasy across Lord the of the Rings would be redundant. Fantasy Lord of the Rings, exactly. Realistic of the- Lord of the Rings. <laughs> uh, you see a series of uh, letters in fire flash across this handle, and Sean goes, hmm, interesting. What does it say? Uh, this is, uh, well, I, I, I must be... Uh, just as spectacles, I must be quite honest. My my devilish is is quite rusty. I don't I don't quite uh, have much use for it. I, be, I believe it's the it's the name of of the thing. I, as you would know, of course, uh, powerful arcane instruments usually have some sort of uh, denomination or or perhaps their own name. Many of them are sentient. Many of them come from uh, from sentience or consciousness. Um, but this appears to be uh, a knife of of somebody once lost who uh is coming coming back to us where did you get this uh not important uh does it do anything cool yes it does all right gary and mechanically oh hell yeah uh once per day you can cast a modified version of the spell blink where you can stab or throw uh this knife and you can, as a reaction, dip into the ethereal plane and uh, hold it in your hand and snap to it. Your night sounds, That sounds cool as fuck, but explain it like I was a five-year-old. Okay, yeah, so I, uh, I didn't follow either. So you can cast a, you can you can stab this knife and leave it somewhere, or you can throw it somewhere, like in combat. Uh, oh, and then, then you can, can like, and then you can teleport to it. To it. Awesome. Yeah, that's cool. that is fucking awesome once oh. per day so it's it's once per day um the damage is 1d6 plus dex standard standard dagger damage um uh but you actually as, as producer sean i'm sorry little as, as gorilla sean <laughs> explains this to you um he also says uh now gareth i must warn you that often with powerful magic items there is you know with every with every Perk comes a cost. I'm I've never used this item. I'm not sure what it is, but I would warn you only in only in dire circumstances would I recommend using this. Oh, he's okay, gonna use it all thing. the time. Here, here is what once Gareth a day he's do. gonna be doing something with that. Here's the thing. Here's what Gareth would do, and I need you to tell me above table now if it's genuinely a stupid idea or not. Gareth I, would immediately turn around and like throw it at the door frame to test it out. I mean, yeah, do it. Wait, okay. has it been attuned to you yet, though? Yeah, let's say yes. Let's just say okay. this whole process is an attunement. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Uh, Gareth, you throw the blade. Um, give me a basic dex check. Let's see just how good you throw it. I just want to see if you go through a window. Oh, that'd be so funny. Um, I, just to clarify, I'm not. I'm just throwing it like at the wall. I'm not throwing. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. No, you're not attacking anybody. Yeah. yeah. First, first oh, thing I do. Oh, neat! Stabs Arnold. <laughs> Arnold died that day. Just whipped around and holds it right in Arnold. Again. Okay, so I did roll a five plus three is eight. All right, so it's a it's a clumsy throw. Um, thank God for Arnold. And and your knife like sort of like bangs against a shelf and then like hooks like it doesn't stick in anything. It doesn't anything cool. Uh, Ah. but it's like ten feet away from you. Um, and you snap your fingers, and Gareth the world around you grays out and blurs and you feel yourself like step through space. However, as you step through space, 
uh, you hear a horrible, horrible screaming in your voice, in your ears. And you feel a hand close around yours as you close around that blade. Cool, 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 cool. And you're going to take three points of fire damage as you step back into the real world and you feel this handle burn into your hand. Get a cool knife and a new friend. Jealous. <laughs> <laughs> Golly. <laughs> Best friends. Um... <laughs> Does it leave like a burn mark on? No, Gareth? not that, not that bad, not that dramatic. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, Gareth will, I don't know, yelp in surprise and go like, "Ah, fuck! I figured it out. I found the cost." <laughs> uh, I want to know. Like he said, it sounds like it's from someone who's coming back. Does does he know who or if they're coming back in like this I mean, realm? Well, because or... here I, I do have a question, but I don't know if Sean would have the answer to this. Mm. Go for that, it. Uh, Lump had a curved knife and so i don't know if this is the same curved knife or a magic replica of sorts i uh think the one question that you haven't asked about this blade specifically like mechanically is the range with which the spell oh. like how far can it, oh. can it work can you jump? yeah yeah uh what, what, one last question for you sean is... oh yes sir, of course if I, you know, uh, left the knife in my bed and then went off for a day of work, could I just, you know, my way back home from anywhere or? Uh, yes, the range, of course. Yes, you would want to know this. Um, <laughs> hey, Gary, and above table, how far did you get from Geophilum before you started to feel bad about it? Oh, shit. Um, like distance or time? Distance. Oh, God. <clears throat> I'd say until it was, I'd say until the, the, the fire, not the smoke, but the fire was out of sight. All right. So let's say hundred feet. Uh, sure. That sounds fair. So, uh, about a hundred feet, give or take. All right. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it has been quite some time since I used my devilish, as I said, but I think I've, I think I've gleaned the name of, uh, what this knife calls itself, obviously, you as the owner can call it whatever you like, um, but the but the name of it is Abandon. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm going to change that. We can work on a better one. <laughs> right in the heartstrings. Arnold. Yes. Bunk it down. Ah, oh, so... I, I bunk down my, you know, my, my, my fluty thing, and I say, this isn't fantasy Willy Wonking the way I want it to fantasy Willy Wonka. Does it, is there a way to, can you oh, tune really? it? Can I fix this? I don't understand. Well, can I, I put more I Willy in this Wonka? You Wonka. Yeah. It's Willy and it's not Wonka. put more Willy in this Wonka? <laughs> Got a Willy in this Wonka. Okay. Um, she Willy so... my Wonka until I chocolate my factory. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That was that was so offensive. <laughs> I'm not high enough for this shit. Um. All right. Arnold, drugs. Drugs. Uh, drugs. 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 Uh, Gorilla Sean. Okay. Repeats a lot of what he does. Different stuff for for your sort of like uh chunk of rock. Um. And actually, out of this sort of like under counter, he pulls out like a tiny uh, archaeologist hammer and chisel. And starts like tapping away. Um, and as he sort of like carefully taps away, he reveals a set of pan flute, uh, sort of in that in that traditional pan, pan flute uh, silhouette. But like 
encircled by a vein of like black rock, like really dark, almost like seems to soak in the light, darker than obsidian. Um, and he he casts, he goes through his tomes and actually uh, Joshua Patrick is very helpful and actually like helps nose a page over um, to like help him, help him look. Um, and uh, Gorilla Sean mutters and, and grumbles to himself and um, pulls out a tiny piece of uh, what, what looks to be almost like flash paper um, and sets it over uh, a, a glyph that he inscribes on the counter and mutters a word and the paper ignites. Um, and just like with the, the blade that you had just seen on the countertop, Arnold, you see a spattering of symbols uh, cascade across this rock, scratched deep into the, into the surface. Um, and Sean goes, oh, that's woo. Interesting. Yes, I. Uh... Where did you get this? Both of you, where did you go? Is is this uh, yeah? Is this necessary information for tuning? This is yeah. We we like just like she said. We met some old friends. They they gave us some things of their own volition, uh, and then they just vanished. It was. We got and, it from uh, MYOB. And you. It was uh, our friend Myob. Yeah. yeah, it was indeed our good friend Myob. Uh, Unfortunately, the truth of the matter is, no matter what we tell you, you're not going to believe it. Hang on. Okay, never mind. Yeah, we got it. Alex, okay. I really hope that we call these this flute thing that, sh that Arnold has the windpipes. Nice. <laughs> it got taken boy, out. What boy, if, boy, if I was, I got it. I got the joke. All right. Is it like a flute, or is it? It's like a, it's a series of pan flutes. So, like you know, you blow into the top, and then they. Oh, oh, yeah, I, I know. Yeah. Um, yes, well, wherever you went, I'm glad you made it back alive. All right, so Arnold, mechanically. Yes, thank you. You have uh, a set of pipes that emit, um, in addition to the traditional set of uh, or sound of pan flutes, there is a crushing, almost electronic bass that um, expels out of these pipes when you awesome. play them. Um, you can play dubstep. Yes. You yeah. are going to do, uh, they do 1d6 plus charisma damage. Um, however, uh, Gorilla Sean tells you, uh, when you play it um, within a five foot radius of a, of a person, um, that person's voice is entirely stolen and held within the pipes for one day. Or, it is uh, called or Ursula. It is or until you decide to give it back. Hard. Yes. You can mute uh, people in real life. That's so crazy. Like just um, 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 and then and uh, Gorilla Sean says, uh, now again, I must warn you, uh, powerful magical artifacts like this always, they do come with a cost, Arnold Stevelson. I would not use these flutes lightly. Do we know what this cost is? Yeah, I, there's yeah, a lot of people it, that piss it, me off. I'd love to hear them like... He, uh, he he picks up the pipes and hands them to Arnold and says, "I am not going to blow into these." Okay, so I so I take it and I but I look at him and I say, "So you you seem you seem very worried about the origin of the pipes, and we don't know a lot about where they came from, to be honest. Um, and you're much smarter with this sort of thing, obviously more knowledgeable. Um, are you familiar with this language, and do you know anything about maybe their origin?" I, I I tell you what, it's been some time since I spent uh spent an afternoon at the Waterdeep Library, but my my devilishes 
pretty rusty. Um, I haven't needed the language of the nine hells in quite some time. We went to hell. One of them. No, no. And uh, she admitted a slip of the tongue, Freudian slip. We went nowhere. <clears throat> <laughs> we found these on Amazon. Fantasy Amazon. Fantasy. Oh, did you? You, you, you of course, are, you are, of course, referring to Fabulous Toys and Tobacco, the finest <laughs> purveyor. Well, that's yeah. right. We met if, Fantasy if Santa a, Bezos last time. Not a Santa and Co. is out of business, thanks to these guys. <laughs> Thanks for um, a group of heroes that may or may not have murdered Father Christmas. But more, moral of the story, because we do have to go a little bit. Uh, moral of the story, Arnold, is he hands the pipes to you and he's like, I'm not going to I'm not gonna blow them. If you want to blow them, that's your business. Of course. Okay. And I just say thank you because there's no reason to blow it at this moment. But yes. Sure, you got it. All right, great. Um, Can that be the episode title? You want to blow them, it's your business? <laughs> shut up. <laughs> uh, as you guys turn to leave... Um, I think Joshua Patrick is gnawing, uh, is uh, getting a little, getting a little bored probably, um, and is gnawing at the edge of one of these books. And uh, Gorilla Sean sort of like gently, sort of like picks him up, looking, of course, to to Mel to make sure that it's okay that he's um, handling this this wolf pup, um, and and brushes its nose, um, and then sort of like, hmm. And looks deep into this wolf pup's eyes. I hope Joshua Patrick just like licks his nose. Just when he's looking at him, just does it, just like licks his nose. Yeah, I, li- I like it. Like, yeah, just be real cute, man. He's think, a puppy, you know? Yeah. Little guy. I think Joshua Patrick licks his nose and producer Sean sort of like emits an out of charistic, high pitched giggle. Um, yeah. Sort of like a Ron Swanson style giggle. And then. <laughs> And then hands him to um, Mel and says, uh, take care of that little guy. I will die for him. <laughs> All right. Really funny. Fucking these are ominous and cursed weapons. Use them at your own risk. Y'all got all magic comes at a price and I got an adorable puppy. Cute dog. Sometimes, same, sometimes, same, karma sometimes goes your murdering way. pays off. <laughs> There it is. Um, okay, let's do a smash cut. Um, smash cut. Smash cut. <laughs> do you Arnold? like have a transition like <clears throat> slide for smash cut that you're gonna? Put oh, no, in, but like, I fucking should. I should have like I, I'd love to have an, an an animated version of myself going like going bah, smash bah. cut, and then we just pick. I mean, that would make me laugh. One day when we have money, we'll make it work. Um, Cerulean and Arnold. There are. A handful of patrons in Troll Skull Manor um, as the sun starts to sink over Waterdeep Castle and the evening starts to spread across the city. People are getting off of work. Uh, There are uh, lighters walking around the streets, lighting the street lamps. There's an air of um, festivity. It's payday. So there are a lot of people coming and going. Um, And the tap room at Troll Skull Manor is, is filling up quite nicely. However... You two are having a problem with Karaoke Wednesday, specifically uh, the two 60-ish human uh, women who are on stage right now, drunk as you've ever seen anybody, holding glasses of uh, Floon's very famous at this point, cider wine, um, belting their fucking brains out. 
really, really the girls just want to have fun. They're actually singing ABBA's greatest hits. So I was thinking fantasy dancing that. queen. We're on the same page. There it is. Um, however, they are starting to accumulate uh, booze from the crowd and are getting a little confrontational. They're like, no, shut up. You, you come up here and try this. Dancing queen. What? Notably, I feel uh, like every of, time. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say notably one of the booers in the audience is Gareth. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that every time they start singing again, Joshua Patrick howls. <laughs> in a good way or a bad way? Like, is he making Is it fun ever of a good thing when you're you singing sing. and the dog fucking howls with you? That's, that's, that's no, not a good sign. No, it's adorable. The they're singing, but they're howling. drowning you out for a reason. Dogs have amazing <laughs> ears and they're trying to do everyone a solid. Yeah, they're showing that's, you up is what they're doing. They see Joshua <laughs> Patrick's like, I'm real cute. I'll save this. <laughs> He's a good boy. Uh, Cerulean immediately like knows that Arnold is not mean enough to do this. So I feel like you That's probably would have left Arnold. when we were all talking about stories of what was going on. I feel like Arnold would have like left out the darkness. I think um, would have too. Well, that's a question for Arnold. Arnold, when you were yeah. recounting your your individual sort of like stories, how much would you have shared? Did I anybody like- admit to murder? Gareth has shared absolutely none of this. Gareth has really? pretended like he was just out, you know, like I was real zoned out, super weird. All right, that's that's I feel- legit. I think Mel wouldn't share everything because it's all touchy about her family or whatever. But obviously, I have no issue with admitting to murder. So yeah, so and some, I murder some anyone detail. though. I just shot. I just shot. Him. I probably would have just said somebody <laughs> from my past showed up, and that's know. what I was thinking. I do the same thing, and I imagine we were like realizing that we're all going through something that no one's going to be listening to the thing I'm saying deeply anyway or significantly. Yeah. But saying. straight up, like even if Arnold did yeah. say that that had happened, like Mel wouldn't believe him. I would yeah. laugh and think that he's lying to deflect from what actually happened. <laughs> I'd be like, Arnold. You were naked in school, weren't you? Yes. Exactly. <laughs> like, okay, Arnold, you don't have to be a badass. Yeah. All right, uh, so Cerulean, you, you, you're handling the situation. How do you handle it? Yeah, I walk up and I put my hands over the microphones fantasy microphones um and i look at the ladies and i say if you don't want to have a problem you're going to get off this stage if you want to have a problem i'm going to throw you out and i promise you don't want me to do that you you hear from the audience yeah listen to the lady boo get (laughs) off the stage uh one of these one of these ladies makes a makes a drunken grab for the microphone saying like you can't throw me out can i can i try to grab who's your husband derek (laughs) i think her like god that derek her like grabbing at the microphone like joshua patrick would would definitely bristle because he's a protective little pup of the so, microphone? He might have thought he made a grab at it. Oh, uh, all right, all right, fair enough. Um, wait a second, Cerulean. Can I see? Uh, if I... Yeah, it's a it's an ineffective grab. It's easy to it's easy to slap away if you okay. want to. <clears throat> yeah, no, I would like to snatch her wrist and pull her in real close to me, like <laughs> nose to nose. Get real a, mom pissed if, off at. Make a make a a dex attack for me. Um, it's sixteen. Okay. Yeah, you 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 stop her wrist and, and uh pull her tight and uh her face is close to yours. And real talk, this woman fucking reeks of like cheap perfume. Um and you can actually see like the edges of like where she's uh dyed her hairline. 
Damn. to be like a little bit lower. Like it's a little rough. Classic. Um, <clears throat> that's what I'm gonna look like in like 20 years. Uh, Cerulean looks at her. Dancing queen on the stage. <laughs> Cerulean looks at her and says, "Take a seat right now, or we're gonna have a big girl problem." I mean, all right, yeah, yeah. She's she is sufficiently intimidated, um, but as she's like hobbling <laughs> off the stage because this woman is fucking litty titty drunk, um, she turns to you and says, "Like, I'm gonna tell Derek about this." Oh, have fun! I'll send him right over to Adam. Uh, the door opens. Arnold, you're primed to see it. Got it. Um, sort of standing watching this go down I, I imagine you're sort of like anxiously watching and being the musical person you like you want to make sure that there's a good entertainment um you see two figures come in okay dressed in distressed black jeans black boots with iron spikes coming out of them oh, fuck leather yeah. jackets with matching insignia um and uh, it's a man and a woman uh, and the man is wearing deep eyeshadow and a and a neon yellow bandana. Uh, and the the woman they are they are both human. Uh, and the woman has neon green hair. Fuck yeah, dude! Yeah, they and sound the, awesome. But I, I, do I recognize like the insignia or anything? Do I know anything about them? I don't think so. It's pretty general, okay. sort of like decorative stuff. It's okay, not like cool. it's not like a, a a city watch uniform or anything like that. You would have immediate uh, recognition of. Um, but the woman uh, immediately throws her hands up and says, uh, "Who's buying drinks for the soon-to-be winners of the Fade Day Bob?" Uh, and there's like a, actually like around the around the tavern, there's like a mild like applause, and some drunk dude in the corner is like, "Yeah, I will, right here." Uh, and they walk to the bar and plunk down in seats, and like the dude puts his feet on the bar, and like they relax fully. Gareth has none of that. <laughs> yeah, there's no feet on the bar. Step into the scene, Gareth. Yeah, so, so I mean, I see them, and I see Gareth, and I'd imagine like Arnold would be like. Excuse me, I, I congratulations on your soon to hopefully win the thing that you said you might win. Um, but uh, my friend over here, very as uh, much a stickler for the feet on the but just please take them down. We'll make sure you get your drinks right away. How, how are you guys doing, by the way? What's that? What are you talking about? You're winning something now, just like trying to persuade them to you know be in a better mood and get their feet off the freaking table. The guy, uh, the guy pulls out a tiny ukulele uh that was on like a string like around his chest and you see him like whip it out and he starts like playing like a cute little series of chords but actually arnold as you're talking you realize that he is uh mimicking pretty closely the pitch and cadence of your voice and is undercutting your words with like a ridiculous falsetto on this on is this he mocking you with mocking ukulele? he is absolutely mocking you with this ukulele i, I just immediately blow that whistle thing i take i <laughs> I, I take i take out ursula and i just blow into it immediately i'm just i blow right into ursula <laughs> just right away i'm not having any of that oh, all right you really shit yeah, fine yeah. yeah he's doing it uh arnold Amazing. roll roll a d6 add your uh charisma modifier to it all right i like how um he didn't even say anything so it's, he could totally continue to do that with his ukulele <laughs> well no he's doesn't matter that. yeah uh, 
All right, let's see. Yeah. I feel like while all of this is going on, Cerulean would have been trying to placate the crowd. Placate? Placate. Placate? Placate. Anyways. Placate. <clears throat> yeah, it's fine. Um, and she would have been doing a very rare, it's a very rare occurrence, but she would be singing like Fantasy Respect by Aretha Franklin. Love it. All right. Because um, she wants people to give this place some respect. <laughs> Arnold, what you got? Uh, 10. Damage? No, no, you said, I'm sorry, did I roll the wrong thing? You said D6 plus, what did you, what modifier? Did I you said write? D6 plus charisma. Yeah, that's what I did, right? That's you got a 10? Hang on. All right, fine. No, it's, hey, you said it, fine. Uh, yeah, this dude's fucking chair yeah. snaps in half and he falls ass over feet onto the ground um, and starts like, gasping for air except that as he's when he starts gasping there is no breath like moving in or out of his it's like the wind has been knocked out of him but like there's no sound um and arnold you feel like a curious um minute rattling in these pipes that you're holding in your hands almost like there is something tiny in there sort of like desperate to get out going to hell has really changed arnold i'm into it i'm i'm into it I've been through um, but the I, on the woman... other hand, got all like, got a puppy and now I'm kind of mushy. <laughs> and, and like, Arnold now well, Arnold's is murder I'm real out? dark. I'm in the belly He's of the beast, guys. Dark. Belly of the whale. Here we are. <laughs> uh, the woman with acid green hair stands up and is like, Whoa, hey, okay. I, sorry, I guess it was just a bit. Matt's kind of an asshole, but like, can chill a little bit? Hello? Is this the they, hospitality of Trollskull Manor? I, I think Gareth comes over like nothing happened, like super, <laughs> super mad casual. Hey, how are you guys today? Can I get you anything? Uh, yeah, the, uh, that guy over there said he was going to buy drinks. Where, uh, well, is everything did, like okay? Like, did, did, Matt, are you uh, good? I don't, I can't account for the person who said he was going to buy you the drinks, but as the bartender, I can certainly sell yeah. you some. So. Uh, hey, don't worry about it. It's fine. Future winners of the Fay Day B.O.B. not strapped for cash. And she reaches into her pocket and pulls out casually like five silver pieces, throws them on the bar. <laughs> Actually, Gareth, for you to like go scrounging for. They none of them hit the bar. Catches catches all of them. I'll roll a sleight of hand if you want me to. No, 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 it's fine. Let's just let's 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 add some flavor to it. Let's see you snag them all. Yeah, the, the sneak attack. <laughs> <laughs> um. So can I help the guy back up and just be like, I'm sorry, I've had a really rough week. I've been through a lot. I, I didn't mean anything by it. Let's, let's start off. I, I thought you were insulting me. We've had some trouble here. We just opened up, but we've had some trouble. And I thought you were bringing more of that, you know, and just kind of. respond and can't. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I see. So I'm reading his lips because I'd be good at that because I know I'm just, you know, it makes sense. So well, Spotify listeners, Alex was just. Yeah, sorry. Hey, what's up, audio only listeners? Yeah, yeah. I love yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> Love you yeah, he was just mouthing like... a bunch of stuff for yeah. I'm a Fine. mime now. So I so I look at him and I'm like, so is this like a battle of the bands type of thing that you you're talking about? So Alex, uh, the DM is mouthing it again. The DM is mouthing. <laughs> um, Arnold, give me a give me a um, perception check. Let's just see how much of this you got. You're, you're picking you got up. It. Can you just give him his voice back if you choose? He can. Yeah. Oh, can I do that? I yeah, didn't know yeah, I yeah. It's, it's either a day or when you choose. Very cool. Okay. 
I'm not going to give him his voice back. Um, <laughs> Arnold, my God. Let's go. Maybe you need to pet Joshua Patrick for a uh, little while. All right, uh, 15. Do you want to sleep with him tonight? Maybe he'll like help simmer I mean, you the, down a little. The, the doggo snuggles are like the cure to what ails you. Um, all right, Arnold. Um, whatever this man, you don't, he's mouthing it very quick. You don't catch a lot. You catch the first two words. And you catch them because it's your name. Okay. Your full name, Arnold Stevenson. Wow. Okay. At the that, I'll, I'll snap. I'll, I'll do the thing. I'll be like, fine. And I'll just give him his voice back. And like, I need to find. He uh, heaves a sigh and goes, huh. Arnold Stevenson is a dirty, rotten song stealer. Uh, uh, Arnold Stevenson is a dirty, rotten song stealer. Uh, Someone is fantasy liar liared him, or <laughs> he's stuck saying the thing that the, the my friend said. Um, Jeremith. Uh, so he, every time this man opens his mouth to speak, it is a variation of Arnold Stevenson is a dirty, rotten song stealer. Oh no. Okay. Can I? I probably not. But is there any way for me to tell if this is a permanent affliction <laughs> that I accidentally like did to this guy? I don't want to destroy this man's life. <laughs> I don't. Terrible. Honestly, Arnold, I don't think you'd know that. Okay, I, I figured did, I would. You did canonically walk yeah. out of Wicked Wares and Wilds of without course. asking. So. Yes, that's uh, fair. Get question for you above the table, Arnold. Would Gareth know about your tragic backstory because we I, knew each other beforehand? Yeah, I, th I think we've talked about it enough, especially uh, with this. I think I would have talked to you because more than the other two about what okay. I saw. Yeah, that's what oh, I think. Because if I did know about it beforehand, because if this was something that he just was saying and I didn't know the context <laughs> behind it, Gareth would just come over and start making fun of him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So... Um, the girls, the girl looks at you and says, "Like, hey, what'd you, what'd you do? What'd you do to my guy right here, Matt? Matt, are you okay?" Well, so would, I, she, would she know that it's like a thing that he did, or would she just think his her boy is a hater? I, okay. I think like after a certain number of repetitions, because okay, it is like a little bit liar liar style to yeah. Arnold's point. Like it, like it, <clears throat> like after a certain number of repetitions, like it would become clear that like. This is all this dude can say. So it's a, it's a fantasy group situation. Yeah, a little right. bit. So yeah, it's like compulsive. So so okay. So I can I can I grab like I'll look around and just grab one of the like you know um what do you call it uh, like a waiter or a server a pad notepad and hand it to him. Yeah, yeah. Like grab Floon's notepad and just hand it to him. And, like see if he can write something. Like can you write something down? Like I'm sure we can figure this out. Yeah, uh, on Floon's notepad, there's um, a couple of doodles. There's like a sun and a little house with some trees. Um, there's two stick figures holding hands with smiling faces and arrows that says like uh, Gareth and Floon. Um, there's uh, I get sad. I get a little sad that I'm not part of it. <laughs> there's Arnold a, there's draws a... himself in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah there there you go. Can I save, save that one for me, please? There's a couple <laughs> other sigils that you don't recognize, uh, but you tear that paper away uh, and hand it to to this guy um and he writes uh in a hasty sharp hand like is this forever question mark i'm gonna i'm gonna lean in with a big not positive but probably not is the thing um i'm gonna i'm gonna say it's a surefire case of i am not sure I'm you're gonna, answering like a magic eight ball all yeah. <laughs> ask again oh, later <laughs> yeah. um you see the green-haired woman see this and and 
fully Arnold, you see her start to freak out and be like, are you, I'm, that's my backup singer, man. We got to perform tomorrow night. Are you fucking duking on my chest right now? Thank God you get a backup. I believe the correct okay. question is, are you shitting my dick? Oh. No, no, I said what I said. Are you duking on my chest right now? God. The day before the Feywild B.O.B. Okay, do so, so I'll say, because I feel, I feel terrible. I'm like, look, I didn't, I didn't mean for any of this. It was honest, honest mistake. Um, I'll, for, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you two things. First thing, like I said, super sorry. Uh, second thing, second thing, um, super sorry, but also I can take his place in the Fantasy B.O.B. Um, and help you out. I assure you that we can win and we'll only take a very small portion of whatever prize it may be. Um, it's... Now, I only say this... Hang on a second. I'm going to say it like, what my reasoning is for saying this is because I just saw that Gareth is there and I also saw a doodle that he's getting closer with Floon and I want to impress him. <laughs> so, like, I want All right. To... I love it. Okay. So. so she says, she laughs in your face and says, ha, you want to be part of Sourpuss? You want to join Wish Tankian? That's me, Wish Tankian. What's up? As a member of Sourpuss, the best heavy metal band in Wada Deep, you want to step in in the Fey Day Battle of the Bods? What are you nuts? I'm, I just, I just like stop and I'm like, I try to whistle in the thing again at her or like at them. I didn't. Do we know if it's their gender? I'm sorry. Ed. You uh, said girl, she, right? No, she, yeah, she her. Okay. Thank you for okay. asking. Are you doing um, them? No, no, no. So I only get it once a day, right? Like that's it is once a day. That's I, that's why the only reason I'm doing it is because I know it won't work. So so like Arnold just like instinctively is like I'm sick of this, like and just like tries to whistle in the thing at her and is like and looks at Gary and is just like there might be a pro there's no way they can win with with him in that condition, right? And I, I'm pretty sure I'll, we can. Yeah, win. I'll go. I'll go in for like the the I guess persuasion. Like I mean, you do need a backup singer. And we could negotiate on the prize. We could negotiate it down to very little because we did incapacitate your friend a little bit. Can Cerulean uh, be done with her song and come on over to this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think everybody can get a piece of it at this point. <laughs> Mel, if you're hanging out in your in your crow's nest with uh, with Joshua Patrick, you see what's you see what's going on. You could probably shout from where you're at. Hey, you guys. Oh, I'm not sure. I'm just sitting, waiting. Chilling. Just seeing what's up. I've seen Arnold got real dark, making a mental note. Maybe talk to him about that later, because I'm a little worried. <laughs> um, but otherwise, I'm on standby, especially because Arnold's a little dark. Part of me is like, <laughs> might Joshua have Patrick might have to eat some people. I might have to kill some people. I don't know what's going on now. I might have to eat some people. What? I don't Joshua know. Patrick Maybe he's, might have he's, to eat like, some he's a wolf. Oh, oh I thought I you meant like Mel. That's a key difference there. Yeah, it's that good is to a get key that clarification. She cut out Meanwhile, a little bit. Meanwhile, Cerulean but... singing... Aretha Franklin, like, like Mel just, she's just, this is a, there's a reason she hangs in the girls' nest away from everybody. And like this right now is a prime example of, of why, why that. All right. Cerulean, you finish your uh, R-E-S-P-E-C-T. That's what it means to me by Aretha Franklin. Um, and you jet over probably in time to hear Arnold blow on these pipes for the second time around. Um, and there is a concussive blast Strong enough to rattle the floor, but not break any of the glassware. Gareth, I know you were worried. Um, 
And with a huge heaving gasp, uh, Matt goes, oh, son of a bitch. Oh, God. Thanks, Jesus. Sweet Christ. His voice was rattling in the pipes. That's cool. Blue, green, uh, pens. Uh, oh, I can say whatever I want. Oh, banana hammock. Oh. <laughs> got it in, baby. Solid callback. 18 episodes and we got there. Let's go. Woo, that's what we in the biz call a callback, baby. Was this a, like a an ongoing thing? We were episode, just episode one. I did say that somebody was going to say banana Man. hammock. Because I, I had funny. randomly said banana hammock. It wasn't random. There was a reason I said banana hammock. But you said it before we started recording episode one, and then I hit record, and, and then, then I said Diana's going to say it again. Right. But oh my really, god, that has to be Joshua Patrick's like sick him like call like banana hammock, and he gets he gets him. <laughs> <laughs> what an attack phrase? Honestly, what an attack phrase. <laughs> or or is that like to call him up? Is that like a safe <laughs> word? Porque no los dos, you know what I mean? Like, maybe it's an on-off switch. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> All right, uh, Cerulean, you get there just in time to see uh, Matt slam himself on the bar and start muttering random words to himself in celebration of having his own voice box back. Awesome. Okay. Um, and I'm going to ask, so what is this uh, Feywild Day B.O.B. thing y'all are talking about? What's, what is it? What's the prize? And wh- what what are y'all doing in it other than being a sour puss? It is, it is. Are, Matt, are you okay? It is. Hang on a second. Matt, you're good. All right. All right. Matt's good, everybody. It is the Fey Day B.O.B. Battle of the Bods. I don't understand how y'all don't understand. Like, y'all must be new to town, right? Like, clearly not in the know. All right. Well, you cool. wouldn't that's be fine. so confident if we have been here a while. <laughs> if you've seen our band... You what band? What are you fucking? Oh. What is? Oh, you, you don't know, know the, two la- the two ladies we heard coming up. Yeah, oh. they sound like real. That's gonna be exciting. So, oh man. Okay, yeah. Let's keep listening to these guys because we're gonna <laughs> make so much money right now. <laughs> um, she reaches into her leather jacket and pulls out a crumpled flyer, um, featuring like neon devil horns that she has hand drawn it's like a regular flyer but she's like punk rocked it and has nice, drawn like yeah. devil horns and like chains and shit like cool, cool well we know stuff. how katie feels about hand drawing graphics on stuff i have never been attacked so personally in my whole i wasn't life. Listen, i supported i thought your handwriting was real nice bestie thank you hey i will tell you there was a moment in my brain where i was like is that a font or is that handwriting? <laughs> See, real um, nice handwriting. But then I zoomed um, and I saw where the end, <laughs> the first connection was most certainly with your finger. Listen. It was I beautiful. Was a, I was in a time crunch. Um, she, ha- she slams this flyer on the bar um, and says, clearly you're not from around here. The Fey Day B.O.B. Famous and Wadadeep as the, as the premier collection of bardic gatherings in the town right lady grahan throws a hell of a fet right it's her fey day gathering her fey day party all the nobles are there so right you're not only competing for the prize pool you're competing for the ex for the exposure my guy if you're not getting out there if you're not getting your name sour puss and she turns and it's like emboldened on the back of her leather jacket in like bright neon pink letters um can the guy have it carved in his head like ice from hocus pocus (laughs) no he's wearing they're wearing matching jackets (laughs) um 
She's like, if you're not getting your name out there, what are you even doing in this town? What's the prize? A thousand gold dragons, cash. Bang. What Just about, like that, we're a band. What is, is there any um, like meeting Lady Growlhund if you win? Yeah, I mean, she wanders around like she's been there before. We haven't met her because we ain't won. But this year, this year, Sourpuss making it. We're winning number one, baby. And not just because we gave uh, the rogues gallery dysentery the other day on accident. Mm. So do you, uh, do we have to like perform or can we just go as audience members? No, yeah, dipshit. You go to Battle of the Boz as a fucking audience member, this guy. Oh, so you yeah, mean you tell me it's just hold on, wait, wait, wait. You mean to tell me it's just a bunch of fucking people standing together in a room playing music by themselves? With no oh, audience. Yeah, okay. I guess if you're a fucking nobleman, you don't strike me as a fucking member of the ruling class of this city, Mr. Bartender. Why don't you get me another cider wine? So All the right. only way so to So after get in everything that Arnold's done with the pipes and the whatever, <laughs> this person's still lippy. I think I love, I love Amanda Wish, but Wish Tankian is not smart. G- G- Gareth like takes an a, a tankard of apple cider ale, takes her gold or whatever, silver probably, takes like a pretty considerable swig and then puts it on the counter in front of her. I think you should charge more. It's the asshole tax. <laughs> um <clears throat> But the moral of what she says boils down to is that nobles merit invitations to the party. Bands can apply. Word. Okay. So we're well, really looks at Arnold and and just says, "Well, Dude, Arnold, we're buddy, the band back together." Well, right. well, Arnold, buddy. Um, I think your dream's about to come true, and the Ghost Mafia is now not just a brand name. It's a band name. Yes, the Ghost Mafia. So, okay, so I want to ask, like, so where do we go to apply to get in? Because the Ghost Mafia is clearly going to win this one. Uh, she laughs at you. She's like, the That's party's funny. the party's tomorrow. What are you gonna? What are you gonna just form a band in twenty four hours? Yes. Yes. We have a montage spell. <laughs> that. Oh, that <laughs> sick. I love the montage spell. Uh. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's an open call. Uh, they got they got guys there that you can like do a little, I guess, like a little audition. And if you're good enough, you get in. But like, let me tell you right now, you're not gonna beat Sourpuss. Boo. <laughs> okay. For the audio only listeners, I gestured triumphantly. <laughs> to which I responded with a woo. Um, question. We channel some Katie into Cerulean and like her undercover, like secret thing that she does is like she's a good singer. I mean, it's if you decide your character is a good singer, there's nothing I, like that's that's flavor on you guys. I don't. I'd like to put a little mom flavor in my. my sure. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> yeah. So she just she so, can play the tambourine real good. So okay, can can <laughs> angle. Can I kind of get a feel? I what is this like an investigation or insight? I I want to get a feel to see if I can tell if they have if they're gonna try to harm us, you know? Because I want to ask them kind of like like I what I want to say is like, mm, so you're in our you're in our bar right now. And we're we're considering competing in this thing, and it sounds like your other competition is getting sick with dysentery. So totally accidental dysentery. For oh, I believe reasons. you. I'm I'm not. I'm just I'm just asking. You know, like what do you? I'm worried about you too. I'm worried about both of us. Is everyone okay? What do you think? You know, like I 
I want to get yeah, there. Yeah, now that now that my fucking co-singer has his voice box back, yeah, we're doing fine. Uh, hey, Matt, don't drink whatever that man put in front of you. I don't trust these guys. <laughs> Give me, can I have my silver back, please? We're gonna leave. All right. Uh, thank no you. Have a great day. No, but like, can I have silver back? Can I have my money back? Like I didn't drink anything. Oh, I'm so and, sorry. Actually, point of fact, you drank my drink. So, oh, like, I'm so, so like talking over her. So sorry. <laughs> nothing, nothing I can do. Out of my head, really. All right. Yeah. Roll, roll that, uh, roll that insight check, Arnold. Gotcha. I got a 13. Okay. Um, they, they, I mean, she is, she, she is telling the truth that she has accidentally. Okay given somebody dysentery to prevent them from competing in this, in this uh, battle of the bards. Um, I would, I would imagine that Arnold, it wouldn't take much imagination for Arnold to, to think that they, that they would do the same or attempt to do the same to you. Okay. So, so we're like, they're leaving now. So we're basically like, okay, well, we will see you tomorrow. Good luck with everything. You know, they, uh, they walk out without turning around. Both of them raise middle fingers because they're punk as shit. Nice. All right. Got added uh, to our dinner. Yeah, just like a little list. No refund sign ever. Uh, we're going to do a smash cut. Smash cut. Um, it is uh, the early evening as the ghost mafia, the four of you, are uh, walking through a very wealthy part of town. Um, your part of uh, Waterdeep where Troll Skull is, is very business forward lots of smaller shops and cute little alleyways like yours tucked away um but the part of town you're walking through now has massive houses set like far away from the road with like gates and private drives like we're stepping into like crazy rich asian style territory um but the address on the flyer that you kept from uh wish tankian and her co-singer matt um stops you at a very elaborate wrought iron gate um and actually at the top of this gate it's currently open just wide enough to let like a few people enter at a time uh but at the top are a pair of horned faces looking down at you like fat fashioned out of these bars um and there is an ornate letter g in the middle of each door um but there are a uh, uh, a half orc and a dwarf standing um, at the gate, sort of like admitting passengers. And there's two, there's like two lines. There's like one for like um, very elaborately clothed nobles wearing like ball gowns and like cool, like, like dripping with jewels and suits and linens and like all of these like rich people clothes. And then there's like a longer line of like Bo chuckles and his electronic piano that he's got slung around his his shoulders. There's like there's like a, Ooh, a fantasy the there's like fantasy country singer with his Stetson hat and his spurs, um, and that is the line that you are ushered into. I at some point, with everybody's permission, would have pressed a digitation to our clothes to all be the same like color, so we look very cohesive as a unit. Like Mel's cloak would be purple to match Arnold's eyeballs since he's the front runner of the band. Mel so. only would have allowed that if you also gave Joshua Patrick something real cute to wear. 
I, I would have fashioned a bow out of some ribbon I found and okay. made it into like a little bow tie. Bow tie. All right. Uh-huh. All right. And I, it would, ma- it would be that purple. Joshua um, Patrick digs that. And then <laughs> Gareth just has like weird shoelaces and like, just like random things that are just barely purple. Totally punk. Well, it's curious that you, uh, mention costumes because as you uh settle into line and wait um you see a uh an half elf man come down the line with a clipboard a real one this time gareth um very fancy comes down um and actually you notice gareth that he's wearing uh a a mask over his eyes and it sort of like curls up to be like sort of like a like a uh snowflake and like snow situation um and actually as you're standing in this line you start to notice that everyone around you is wearing a mask of some kind um and as this man walks up to arnold who uh, is the is the front man for this band um he says uh hey what's going on welcome to uh the fade a battle of the bards uh sponsored by lady growl hunt what's your uh band name we are the ghost mafia Ghost Mafia, very good. And uh, what are your masks for the... Oh. Oh, we all uh, wear masks of normal, mentally sane people every day. 